This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. It's the return of Europa Visions. Joining me to discuss the latest situation in Villa's quest. I was going to say to win the Europa Conference League, but it's more to get out of the group. Just, just to win a game. Joining me, Mr. Armand. Dobardan, hello. In this show, we'll be catching up. Uh, first of all, we'll look back at the two games in the group so far. But the main focus is the visit of Zerinsky from Bosnia and Herzegovina, as they were they were seen to be probably the fourth strongest team in the group. But uh, and it was looking that way, as Dick Advocat said at halftime during the Dutch coverage of the uh, Alkmaar game, when Alkmaar were three 0 up. Teams like this shouldn't be in European competition. And then uh, Q four goals in the second half, and they're now top of the group. He should step down, really, shouldn't he? He's got enough experience not to make stupid comments like that. That's it. Retire. Before we go on for the 23-24 season, the My Old Man Said podcast is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. Green King Sports venues are showing every televised Aston Villa fixture over the course of the season. So instead of turning to the internet for a dodgy stream, get your mates together and get down to your local Green King pub and get closer to the action. Green King Sport have just recently launched the Green King Sport Instagram page, which will be home to fan content, deals and competitions throughout the season. Drop them a follow and you won't just be the first to know all about this. You'll be helping out the My Old Man Said podcast as well. Zerinsky from Bosnia and Herzegovina. I mean, that part of the world, I mean, as I've, I think I mentioned before, you know, always technically uh, decent, uh, the Croats, the Serbians, the Bosnians. So you're going to get a certain level of team. I don't know what Alkmaar were doing. I mean, in terms of uh, the Dutch league, they are, I mean, they've replaced Ajax, essentially, haven't they? The second seven games, won six, drawn one, second only to PSV. So I don't know if they were resting players, uh, rotating players, if they, you know, they majorly took their eye out off the ball there. Uh, I mean, you were saying that you, you reckon the goals were on the fortuitous side. Yeah, it was. Um, it's really hard, as you said as well. It's really hard to find actually highlights of the game. I mean, it took like a good strange, ten minutes. Yeah. Really strange. You'd think they'd be on YouTube or somewhere. But I found, 
only and it was only the Zrinsky goal, so I didn't see any of the AZ uh, Alkmaar goals. But the the first one was a cross that went in. The second one was a cross that went in. <laughs> the third one was from outside the box, which was a good finish. And the fourth one was actually a well-worked goal, I guess, that they had the momentum already and and they worked kind of a rebound goal that, that went in. So there was a lot of luck involved in that. Um, you know, and it's, it's a bit like the Poland one, not quite the same atmosphere, but you can see really small stadium. So it would have been a, it would be an interesting place for Villa to play as well. Yeah, but they won't have to worry about that until December. There's there's plenty of games to come before that. But it potentially was a good result, bearing in mind what happened to Villa in Warsaw. I mean, I, I was there and it was the atmosphere that uh, Villa really uh, struggled with. And ultimately, when you're playing in an atmosphere like that, you want to at least have a back four that's familiar with itself. And Clement Longley was making his debut, Chambers was in, and it's like, actually, Emery, I think you've dropped the ball there because you should be putting a, a back four out in that atmosphere to at least you know have a understanding and have played together before regardless of who you're playing up front etc you know who you're resting whatever but you should have gone stronger they went stronger for the first hips game which didn't make any sense for me to me and by the way rotation resting players we're at the start of the season it's not as if they're uh, fatigued after playing 30 games and more so i was a bit disappointed uh, with the team he put out if you were sitting at home, you saw that team sheet, you, you, you'd probably be expecting to win. But when you're in the stadium, you're thinking, oh, well, my God, <laughs> yeah, this is something uh, different. And you actually know uh, you're going to need a, a decent team to claw yourself through that. That said, at 2-2 at half time, you're thinking, well, we've, we've managed to dig ourselves out of this. Hopefully uh, we can make adjust, adjustments and kick on. But Villa never got a, a foothold in that game in the second half. No, I, I think the one thing you can talk about the players that so Chambers um, and Longley, but I, I actually I rewatched all of the goals a few times now, and I think the the thing that's the most disgraceful is actually Lucas Dean's performance defensively. I know he scored that deflected goal, but I, I would put him as one of one of the worst defensive performances we've had this season individually because of I'd say the first three goals he was uh, he was appalling and actually the third one is the one where it's quite easy to miss because it started off as a 3v1 in our favor defensively it's this is the third goal that the uh, that Warsaw scored and somehow it, it suddenly became a really dangerous break for them and you if you watch it back and you see Dean you just sort of very gently jog back and then basically walk back just before they scored. And you just think, what's going on here? You're on like a hundred grand plus a week. And this is our first game in Europe uh, properly. And it's, it's just a disgrace. So, uh, you know, Chambers was at fault a little bit for the first one and, and he went to sleep for their second one with Konza as well. But, but I mean, ra- rather than like uh, picking players out, I, I just think the whole back four, you, you should be playing back right. four that's familiar with each other because that's where you get the mistakes. It's easy to like point at players, but it's like if you haven't got an understanding as a unit, then there's going to be problems. Oh, I, I, I agree because those weren't their only chances, whether they had other chances too. And in that atmosphere, uh, you need to be almost like telepathic because it was loud as hell and intimidating as well. And this is what you don't get in domestic football anymore. You don't get the... If you get an early goal, you can silence most crowds, but this one was never going to be silenced. No, and hopefully it's an experience. Hopefully they've, they'll learn from that. So next time they go somewhere noisy, somewhere um, with a bit more atmosphere, hopefully they'll, um, they'll, they'll remember what happened this time. And hopefully, as you say, Emery will remember and, and play a team that, that knows how to play together. We're uh, 
jumping about a little bit here. But in terms of the layout of the group, as we've said, uh, I think the Elkmar loss did help there because that would put a lot of pressure on if Elkmar, for example, beat Warsaw and they'd won their first two games and then they were suddenly playing a doubleheader with Villa, knowing that uh, if they beat them once at least, then they're pretty much looking very good for the uh, to win the group there. And, and the name of the game is to win the group because you don't really want the extra two games of uh, playoff against the teams that drop out of uh, the Europa League. So I think it's levelled it off quite nicely, but uh, Villa have to take care of business. And then probably uh, Warsaw and Altmar a draw would be uh, conducive. Yeah, I mean, if we're all on three points by the end of it, we're kind of starting again, aren't we? And we've got one of the harder games out of the way of Legia Warsaw. But yeah, you, I mean, again, we just need to win our games from now on. I think that's the priority. And, uh, you know, we joked, didn't we, in Match Club? I did say that we should walk the group. I still think we will win the group. Well, no, you didn't say in Match Club. You said on this show. <laughs> no, but you, you challenged me on Match Club to say, hey, what's going on? We lost. But I, I do think we will. I do still think we'll win the group. Well, uh, I'll, I, I want to see us perform against Rincia because I was convinced that we'd take this tournament seriously. I just thought it, Villa would have to and because it was such an easier way to get in the Europa League. Unless, I mean, if Villa, Villa might be thinking, right, we're going for top four. That's what it's all about this season. It's like, that is the end game. So forget about your conference league. We are focusing on top four. I think that's kind of a foolish, that would be a foolish policy. And I don't think they would hedge their bets in, in such a respect. But, you know, you never know what's been going on behind the scenes. Recently... And with the resting of players, I think football's changed now, hasn't it? Where I think the, the medical staff have a huge, huge say and the sports scientists, they, they have a huge say in who can play how many minutes and they don't really go by whether a player thinks he can do it or not. They say, well, right, well you need a rest. You've played four games in a row. You don't. And that's how, unfortunately, it, it works now. So, But still, if, if you've got big personality and you know they are influential, you, you know that and they will call rank over the You'd hope so you've probably played 10 minutes over your maximum, blah, blah, blah. It'd be, mm. They'd be like, no, I'm, we need him. Get him out there. You would hope so. In terms of Zerinsky, in terms of their form, they've dropped off. I mean, they were playing catch-up in the Bosnian League just because I think they, cause they had so many qualifiers, etc. for the Conference League that they were unbeaten originally, but they, they were so many points behind. But now, since then, they've, they've kind of tripped up in a few games and yes. they've played one less game than the top team, which is Barak Banjaluka, who were on 21 points after eight games. Sarajevo was second on 16. But Zrinski would be second if they won their game in hand. They're currently fourth uh, on 15 points. Yeah, so before AZ, they lost two matches, and then they were 3-0 down, obviously, at half-time. So it looked probably like the wheels were falling off, but they turned that game around, and they've since won three games. So now, yeah, as you say, they've caught up and yeah, still still have a game in hand. But any yeah. players to look out for? There's so little footage of anything to do with their league. It's not it's not an easy one. To- so I mean, who's who's the main threat uh, of Zerinsky Mainstart? Nemanja Bilbija, who's currently top scorer in the league in Bosnia. So he's on six goals at the moment. Did he score against uh, Alkmaar? No, he did not score. I mean, interestingly, they're starting lineup against Alkmaar. There were seven Croatians in the team three Bosnians and one Serb. So yeah, Bilbia did start and he wasn't subbed off. He's one of the only three uh, Bosnians Bosnians in the team, actually. And he's at number 99. Fancy. 
That's a real striker. He's not just one nine. He's like two number nines built into one. Or he's just not good enough to don the number nine shirt. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. But uh, obviously everything's relative. I mean, uh, you can do a lot of uh, research into uh, the team, although it's not easy, you know, it's not, it's not the easiest uh, data to find. But ultimately, you're comparing apples and pears, you need to be talking about these players in at least at the level of uh, the conference league and we've only seen one game that they've actually uh, played in and, and what we can deduce is that if we again fuck around and we don't turn up turn up and turn turn up with a, the right attitude then there's a good chance we'll we'll have a disappointing result so again we just need to take it seriously yeah i mean a draw for them would be a great result after beating Alkmaar. then suddenly they're looking at right we're we're, we're in it to yeah. uh potentially progress here i think we need also need a statement win brighton was a good statement <laughs> you've been talking about walking the group and in this case uh, i'm not going to say well we need to absolutely hammer Zerinsky. Uh, i would be happy with any kind of win but uh, a statement just to uh, show that uh, we are taking this uh, seriously because uh, this is a better chance of winning than even uh, the league cup was winning something yes but uh, did you know that the reward for winning the league cup now is actually a place in the europa conference league so you're not exactly progressing now are you any because we're already in it so no exactly so i would i I kind of get if there's competitions i guess as pep said this is the last one to think about the league cup but there's rinsky no no, he didn't he said he's not wasting one percent of energy on the carabao cup (laughs) I'm not going to waste 1% of energy for Carabao Cup. But no, I, what, by the way, just to go back as well, when we talked about walking the group, that was very much, we, if we take it seriously, we should walk the group. I would say, yeah, you're right. If you play a, a weird defence against uh, away in, in Warsaw, you're not really taking it seriously enough. So hopefully we, we play a serious team. Do you think Olsen will play? Mm, well, I, I don't want to scare people off going to Villa Park, so I'm not going to... Not gonna, uh, comment on that just addressing what you've just said 
Emery made it hard for Villa. He made it hard for themselves by that selection, the defensive selection. Now, surely you don't want to make it harder for yourself. It's almost like, well, let's give ourselves a handicap. You, you don't need to do that. You don't put out a team that handicaps you. Put out a team that's going to get us through this group. And also, go strong at the start. Win the group early. Then you rest the players in the last few games. Rest the players when you're going to, uh, you got an away game against Rinsky and you've already won the group. That's what I don't understand. And that's deeper in December when you've played more games. December fixtures, obviously, are there's a lot of them. And so it becomes uh, tougher. So that's how I would work, you know, logically look at this group, go strong at the start, get the points on the board, qualify, and then you rest your players at the end. You don't create jeopardy at the start you're just adding pressure on on the team for every subsequent game it doesn't really make any sense no i mean what emery's reply to that i think i can't remember if it was after the um the warsaw game or the the everton game but is ultimately i have to I have to give these players a chance. And you imagine Tielemans is already whinging um, three games into the season. So I guess you could also argue he's giving these players a chance. They have to step up. And it's it was both performances really quite pathetic, really, in terms of... He had an Everton game. For example, Clement Longley, you want to uh, blood him. Where are you going to blood him? Yeah, I wouldn't have played Personally, him. In, in, front of, in front of a home crowd against Everton, nice, easy, uh, where the result doesn't really matter. Not in a fever pitch of... Warsaw, where any mistake's going to be amplified and the pressure's going to be threefold than what it is at Villa Park. Well, more Agreed. than that. So that, again, it didn't make any sense, but we're, I think we've made the point uh, on that one. Villa still favourites, are they for the tournament? Yes, it, it hasn't um, hasn't swayed that too much. It's Villa and Fiorentina still as number one and two in terms of um, being favourites. So it's a long way to go, obviously, and I guess that suggests we, we should again, as I said before, we should get our act together and, and win the next game and hopefully qualify comfortably and then we'll see keep saying that let's take it one game at a time uh, anything interesting in the other groups looking at our other fellow um favorites to win at fiorentina they drew uh, in belgium against genk your your friends fenerbahce they beat uh nordzieland uh 3-1 yeah i don't know what fenerbahce's odds now but they were 25 to 1 and that would have been uh, a great probably the best value bet you could get uh in this tournament there was Frankfurt as well Frankfurt beat Aberdeen barely I think it was 2-1 wasn't it and uh, so yeah you'd have thought given what we did to Hibs there might be um, a few more goals in it but potentially played a weakened team there I think one thing that's probably distorted uh, our approach to this has been uh, what West Ham did last season where they literally just walked through this tournament Uh, I think they drew one game like a across the whole of the campaign normally uh and i mean if it's a champions league it's all about getting through isn't it as opposed to uh doing it in style and you know even if villa lose at villa park against zarinsky while the threat of zarinsky would need fresh eyes you know that villa if they beat alkmaar in that back-to-back they'd probably have to win both games to have a chance of uh, getting out of the group but these group games you can you can fuck up and still get through is what i'm saying yeah, but no, sure. uh, they don't need to fuck up in the next game. Put it that way. They need to. No, work. we need we need three points on the board for sure. Kick kickstart everything. But you know, domestically things are going very well. I would say. So hopefully this is now a chance just to get it right. I, I think the the Premier League games have maybe been in the way slightly as well because you've had Chelsea following Warsaw and you've had Brighton, obviously a massive game. And I guess if you're Emery, your argument is well, you know, we won those games. Yeah, but the interesting thing is, I mean, we spoke about this. Uh, 
in a previous uh, show when we looked at the group is that you've got Villa in the top five now. I mean, they were third at uh, one stage before everybody else played, though. But looking at Alkmaar, they're second in the Dutch league. Warsaw, second in the Polish league. And Zrinski, you know, if they won that game in hand, they would also be second in the Bosnian league. So this is a this isn't conference league uh, rejects setup. This is definitely at least Europa League uh, level because the teams are doing. They're all informed teams, and it doesn't matter what league you're in, as long as it's you know, of a certain level, they they have momentum. So this is you know it's dangerous. It's is what I'm saying. It's a it's a live threat in terms of to get out of this group we will have to apply ourselves here and we can't just uh, be thinking we can rest players and rotate if that rotation is not given us the levels uh, that are needed definitely agree and again hopefully thursday we'll see we'll see what we learned from the last game and and hopefully we will turn them over Right. Well, we will formulate this show as we go along. Uh, I think we said in uh, the previous show we did, we would give uh, fans useful uh, phrases just in case uh, they bump into uh, whoever we're playing on the night. I mean, this game will be in uh, Birmingham, so there's no need to really speak Bosnian. But if you want to uh, welcome our friends, uh, have you got any uh, tidbits yeah, I, I was thinking if you if you you know bump into someone and they ask you where their seats might be and you you know you want to make some conversation conversation and, and welcome them, you could say something like "Koliko kostaju vazi lower grounds or Bosni." How how is your Bosnian accent? Google uh, Translate helped me with it, but I think it's okay. Um, it's close enough. Um, so that that would be you would be asking how much do your lower grounds cost in Bosnia in case they have a similar kind of setup there. Uh, anything else? Yes, one more. Um, so imagine if somehow you, you know you're sat next to somebody who's clearly got either a, a home seat or you know it's from Bosnia and you don't want to rat them out. You know you want to be friendly and they're behaving themselves. And suddenly you notice they look a bit concerned about the Villa players. Well, what you could do is just say, Nashi igrači su supremi ali majika ubiža vija snoje nego inači. Can you repeat that just in case it was a fluke? Yeah, of course. Nashi igrači su supremi ali majika upija vija snoje nego inači. And what so does the trick that mean is, is that I actually speak Russian, so some of the words are similar, so you can kind of get away with it, but it is different. What does it mean? Well, it means our players are fit, but the shirt absorbs more sweat than normal. So in case they think the players are all about to collapse, you could just let them know that no, it's, it's just the, the manufacturer. Castore. So there, there you go. There's a couple of phrases there, you know, easy to remember. Piece of cake, uh, the Bosnian language, as uh, Armin has demonstrated <laughs> there. Right, until next time we meet, hopefully we've got points on the board in the Europa Conference League, and then we can really crack on. I think the Brighton win sets up the league nicely, and now we need a a good result to put our flag in the Europa Conference League and show the rest of the tournament that we are taking this seriously. Until next time, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project 
there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.